don't have losses. We suffer losses. Things happen. But they happen for a reason. Sometimes they happen, guys, for a reason of our own demise. You know, um, guys, I'm not one of those preachers who tries to candy coat life and say, well, you know, you know, when God opens up, when he closes the door, another one opens up. No, sometimes it just doesn't open up. Sometimes the door was never opened itself and we thought it was and we were trying to open it up and God just doesn't want us going through there. Maybe sometimes, you know, it's not a denial, it's just a delay. And, and those are the things that we look back over the last 12 months and we ask ourselves, you know, where were the delays? Where were the denials? Where were the victories? Where were the things that are in our life that God really did bless? He really did open up the doors. Where were the stumbling stones that maybe happened uh, from someone else or our own, our own self? And how God brought us through those things. Where are the milestones? And we'll talk about that here in just a moment. But as we as we look at the at, at the two verses that I just want to think on right now, as I go, I'll go into my testimony here in a moment. Then we're going to open it up to the floor. And and again, John four still bounces around in my head right now. So I'm just going to let the Lord kind of have His will and His way here tonight uh, as we move forward into the service. But Peter says here in chapter three, verse one of his second epistle. He says, the second epistle, beloved, I write now unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. And so when we stop and we think as to what Peter's talking about there, and uh, we know there's a litany of verses, there's a litany of things, litany of things that the prophets had said and what the apostles had preached on and how they directed and guided and, and led everyone through this, uh, this growing, virgin church, if you will, uh, through those several decades. But in our life, guys, by way of remembrance, me as a preacher, I want to put you in remembrance. I want to stir up your minds and your hearts as rather than just saying, okay, I'm ready for a new year. Here's my 10 resolutions. This is what I'm going to do. Let's look back. And let's see what the Lord's done the last 12 months to get you where you are now, really and truly to enable us to go forward. I call it the 30,000-foot view. Uh, it's something that we utilize. I, I utilize this in life. It was something that initially we used in business uh, to where we understand that they're the nuts and bolts of life, okay? If you take a business or a church, organization, even a home, uh, there's four layers of that home, four thoughts, four views, four places. There is the roots, okay? There's the, there's the earth, there's the roots, there's way down deep inside the ground. And uh, we don't live there, but those are, those are necessary things that happen there, all right? You got to have the roots, you got to have the nutrients, you got to have everything in your life uh, that come from that, but that's not where we stay, okay? Now, what would that be in everyday life? It, well, in business, it would be who's buying the, the reams of paper, Okay. Who's filling the Xerox machine? Uh, who, who's buying the, the toilet rolls and the towel? That's what that is. Guys, those are not pressing things. They're not necessarily things of urgency, but they are the nuts and bolts of life. We have to do that. You run out of toilet roll at the house, you're really going to want that and wish whoever was supposed to order it should have ordered it, right? That's what that is. But we don't live in that area. You don't live in a, a, a world of logistics. You live in what's called the weeds or the trenches, if you will. The weeds is where we spend our day. It's where we work. It's where we struggle. It's where we drive. It's where we're going every single day in our life. We're pressing toward the mark. We're doing what we need to do every day, every moment, every minute. And that's, that's, that's just called life. It's the gears. It's the wheels that are moving in our days today. And how we get through those weeds, how we work through those trenches are going to be determined upon the last two areas. 
And one of those areas is getting above the weeds every so often. Guys, we all have to, every four or five, six weeks throughout the year, we got to stop. We got to get above the weeds. We got to look at where we're going and make the, the small little minute differences, changes in that angle of our trajectory. And then we get back down in the weeds and we get to work again. We go at it. We get sweating. We get working. We get grinding, trying to reach the goals, reach the gains, trying to be productive and have a positive life. <clears throat> I mentioned this this morning, and I've mentioned it time and time again. I've said this in HR meetings. I've said this in, in, in pastoral meetings, in missions meetings. I, as a pastor, especially as you get some years under your belt, you can recognize the ones who aren't getting above the weeds. You can recognize the ones who aren't stopping, getting above the weeds, see where they're going, fine-tune themselves, and just make a little bit of a change, and they get back down there to work. And the reason you know that is because of the other people who are doing that. They're making those changes. They're making those growth changes. They're making those analysis, and they're growing in the Lord. They're growing spiritually. They're growing mentally. They're growing emotionally. And what happens, guys? When you start fine-tuning and you're walking that straight line, when someone else isn't, they're over here, and as each one of you are continuing to, to work away in the trenches and work away in the weeds every single day, you begin to fall apart. You either begin to fall apart from the Bible, from faithfulness, from service, from giving, from tithing, missions, from, from, from your marriage, from whatever it is. That is what life is made of. That's why it is essential in our life, not to just go through our world today with blinkers on, to not just go through our world today with our eyes closed and just say, well, let me just hope for the best, to not go through our world and live by cliches, but rather live by the holy, inspire, preserve word of God. I don't live by the old, uh, old the, we called them a, uh, this is a very old saying, but a chimney corn scriptures. I, I, don't, I don't go by those things. Uh, and I got that phrase from a very old, old, old preacher, and I'm sure he got it from an old, old, old preacher. I don't live my life through those cliches because I don't trust, I'm not going to have the faith that if one door closes, another one's going to open up. Well, if God closes a window, he's going to open, open up a door. That, that, that's not true. That's not even scriptural. We just got to trust God in the moment every single day. So that's what the 30,000 foot view does for us at the end of the year. So whereas we'll get above the weeds, every six to eight weeks in our life and analyze where we're going and make the needed changes in our life, make the needed changes in our daily routines. You see how this is applicable in everything. It's applicable emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally. It's applicable in everything to fine tune your life, getting it where it needs to be. It's the same thing we do in the gym. It's the same thing we do at work. It's the same thing you should be doing at home and in the community. But the 30,000 foot view is not to see where you're going, but see where you've been. The 30,000-foot view is you taking an evaluation at where I've been over the last 12 months, what milestones that have happened. Because if you're not careful, guys, if you don't take that 30,000-foot view and look at what God has done for you over the last 12, uh, 12 months, you'll stay there in those trenches, and all of a sudden, you're going to think you deserve everything that you get, positive or negative. You're going you're to think, I'm entitled to it no matter what. You're going to start to think that, well, whatever happens, it happens, and there's nothing I can do about it, which there are particulars of the spiritual life that that applies to, but not everything. There is a determined will of God. We've talked about that point A to point B, but there's a desired will of God in between. 30,000 foot view is essential. It enables us to look back at the milestones that God has 
provided for us in our life, the, the changes in our life, the, the, the areas where there was, where was a blessing here that were, seemed like a curse, and, and all of a sudden God did something magnificent. He brought us to a place that, that, that enabled us to continue forward and to grow in leaps and bounds closer to Him and being ever so more grateful the life that He has given us. People complain about life, and we hear it all the time. I understand it, and, and rightly so. Uh, there is a load of things that are wrong in the world. But there has been a load of things that have been wrong in the world for 6,000 years. But there's one thing that's right. Our God is on the throne. My Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is on the throne today. He was on the throne when travesty occurred, and he's on the throne when something tremendous happens. And I need to recognize that. I look back at my 30,000-foot view over the last 12 months for me personally. Uh, this past year, I chose one word that I wanted to establish my year. And that was win, W-I-N. I wanted to win. When you say, well, where did you want to win? I want to win in my marriage. I want to win as a husband. I want to win as a father. I want to win as a pastor, as a minister, as a missionary. I want to, I want to win as a coach. I want to win as a human being. I want to win as a neighbor. Uh, I, I even want to win as a, as a car driver, believe it or not. I know that sounds strange. Usually what I want to win is get in front of everyone, but uh, but out right now, I just want to win the Mental Stability Award for that if I can. So, But I just wanted to win this year. But I wanted to win the moment, and that's the biggest key for me. The biggest key is winning the moment of where I am. Rather than looking over there at X, I need to stay right where God has me right here, right now, at this very moment. And, and I, I can look back over the last 12 months, and I can see many failures, guys. I can see many times where I dropped the ball. I can see many times where, man, I just did not do what I should have done, and it, it kills me and it crushes me. But I also see the moments and the times where the Lord said, this is what I want you to start doing. One of the reasons I started journaling was because of that singular word, when. One of the reasons I started scripture writing several years ago was because of that goal that I wanted to reach in my life, to have that morning routine to where I sat down and this was a collective time. It wasn't work, it was devotion. And I look back now and I praise God for the milestones in this past 12 months and what he's done, the people he's brought into our life, the, the community, the families, uh, my, my wife, my marriage, our marriage, our children, it's, it, things that happens. And I look at the stumbling stones. Most of the stumbling stones in the past 12 months, I threw them there, and I tripped over them, okay? And I recognize that. But I can't say today that there were some wins last year. And man, I am mightily grateful for them. I am more grateful for them than you guys can ever imagine. And I want to say this to you here, and then I'm going to be finished. We're going to open it up here tonight. I'm grateful for every one of you guys. And I'm thankful for the time and the place, the hour and the moment and the minute when God brought our lives together. And I hope and pray that God continues to mail that relationship and we all continue to grow closer together as we grow closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's me. I could call from the floor. And uh, Nancy, you want to open them up? She loves public speaking. It's her. Yeah, come on.
freedom in Christ. So because I feel like things have to be perfect, I feel like God's kind of given me that freedom that um, things don't have to be perfect, and they and most people don't even see like what I think is perfect. <laughs> they don't even, re- you know, it's it's not. I don't know how to word this, but it's, it doesn't have to be perfect. She has a particular um, way that she likes. <coughs> God's given her the freedom, but it's okay not to be that way anymore. <laughs> and then um, the second one I had was hard for me to delegate. So um, another struggle I tend to have is giving um, things that I need done to other people. Um, I don't know if it's a control thing or it's just major jobs to do that I needed help with and they didn't come through with it or didn't show it all. <laughs> so then I'm stuck doing it at the last minute and I hate procrastination. I want things done ahead of time so I can again have it perfect. <laughs> um, so anyways, I feel like the Lord um, kind of helped me out in that situation this year with you know with you guys' help because y'all were just so willing. I was like about the Christmas um, uh, service we had, I was like elated. I was just like so excited because we had so many people coming and helping. And it was just, it was a blessing. It was a big blessing because I didn't feel as stressed out about things. It was just, thank you for that. So yeah, so um, I feel like those are my two basic wins this year. so good. 
Josh and I would really like to say the difference the Bible has made in our life this year. Yeah. Full stop. This year we started daily Bible readings. Yeah. And the word of God has made such a immense difference yeah. in our lives. It's just a wonderful thing. Every day if we don't read the Bible, we don't feel right. And it's just it, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has done so many things for yeah. Josh and I. I'll say one thing, the Holy Spirit has stopped me from swearing. <laughs> I can't say, it's, it's an impossible, it feels like it's a physical impossibility. Today, I knocked the fire TV off the wall, right, by accident, and I said, oh my goodness me, it just naturally, no swear words can come out anymore. It's like, it is, it's magical, honestly, but that's one thing. Um, what else, Josh? I would say that, uh, Yeah. 
and this is just, I, I feel like our lives are definitely worth living. Yes. Now we've got the blood of Christ, you know, you know and everything above that. It's just, I can't, we can't put words good, but, but you know, that's everything. I mean, the, the changes in my life are just huge, you know, like I've, I've had a lot, of, I've been slave to a lot, of, a lot of things, and having Jesus in my life now, yes. everything's gone. All my addictions are gone, you know, we don't need to go into all these things, but all, it's, it's a massive change for me, it's, it's just, and one day I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
last doctor, I'm talking about the new rate loss breaks and one cab is going to go into diet and exercise. Who do you think you are, you charlatan? Mm -hmm. um, going to love me. Um, so I'm going to be like this on social media for a while, I think.
this year, uh, we reflect of myself need to be more faithful, so uh, let God do everything because I can't control it for myself. So that's why uh, pray more and then need to wait uh, for God's answer. So that's why train with me a lot because uh, for me, um, many things need to be under my control because I feel really stressful and anxiety. So I don't want to be myself doing like this, so that's why I control many things. But God tell me you, you can't do it because everything is under His control, it's not my control. So uh, even this year, in the last, uh, last few months, I lost a job uh, very sudden. Everything I can't in control, but God tell me, oh, you, you are fine. So I just tell him, uh, pray for Jesus and then I need your help and stuff. Just few weeks and then everything is sorted. Uh, yes. Even uh, the new jobs come and, and think, even I'm thinking, oh, it's a long way for a new job because uh, I want money or I'm very concerned about it. And then uh, even I asked the company, uh, they can suddenly give me, oh, you can work next week. So you don't, you don't want to wait until February or something. Oh, fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah, everything is perfect. So I'm, uh, uh, yeah, but I pray, pray for Jesus. So yeah, make me more calm and then mm -hmm. even to go with family.
I said no, because I, I don't know why I didn't really enjoy the first few years. It's, it's just, I know it's the happiness seeing her, but also I feel a lot of time I feel so tired, so burdened, and then, like, yeah, also went, yeah, also feel how to teach her, I don't know. But now she's getting more verbally, can communicate. And then you start like teaching her to pray, she, like, she can read the prayer before meals and um, she can like say the hymns. Mm -hmm. You just yeah, starting to feel we're more connected <laughs> and you can like speak in more sense with her. So it's really bringing more enjoyment now. So thank God. Yeah, and um, and in the word. Yeah, although I yeah I don't always I don't always want to focus on my work as well, but it's really a big part of my life as well. So um, in the beginning, I remember I sometimes I try to avoid doing some complicated or I try to avoid if like there are difficulties, I will hands up to take the complex one. But now I just leave it to God because I found sometimes um, even I take a complicated one and then like God will make the way and finally I I don't know why but it will work out okay. So yeah, I found like having less control by myself and I let God to lead in my work is, is much better. Amen. So Amen. Well, what a blessing, guys. That, that's a blessing in my heart. We're going to close with a song here in a moment, and I'll have a few uh, closing announcements this evening. And uh, But I just want to thank everyone for their testimonies tonight. Uh, thank you for sharing. I you know I know for, for a lot of people it's not easy to get up here and, and kind of bear your heart and bear your soul. And uh, um, <clears throat> But, you know, it, it's worth it. It bonds us together. It builds a relationship. It builds a family. And, guys, it's... You know, one of the things that Denise has really hammered, like in the ladies' devotion in our valley, in the Cunning Valley uh, campus, is, uh, is for our ladies to buy into the fact that this is not our church. This is our church. Does it make sense to you? It's not the, the BJ and Denise show. It's not the BJ. This is Calvary Baptist Church of Cardiff, and this is our family here, okay? And I want you to know that. I want you to, uh, to know that there, there's ownership there. We are family one with another. And, uh, you know, families depend on one another. We, we pray for one another. And, um, you know, I think there's probably, it wasn't more proven than two weeks ago. Um, you know, I know Nisi touched on it about, about the, the setting up for the week. Man, guys, there, there was a, about 100 people here. We ran out of candles. We ran out of seats. We were pulling chairs out of there. I was like, what the world? None of that would have, would have really operated um, effectively if you guys wouldn't have been here helping out, especially in the front end of that thing, you know. And I mean, um, you know, it was a blessing. And when we got in the car that night, you, man, we, I, we talked about a load of things, but we kept just going over. Man, did you see how people pitched, how they helped? Did you? It just kept going back and forth and back and forth. So uh, in all fairness, we've just been just kind of, I don't know, gleaming from that for, for two weeks still. It's been a blessing. What a wonderful way to 
uh, to end the year. And uh, so it's exciting to me. And um, just having a church family here like we do is exciting. And I know we have several out tonight and, and people are having things to do on New Year's Eve. I understand that. And, uh, but we're looking forward to a good year. We're looking forward to a busy and a packed year uh, to build upon the foundations of what we've seen down here and, and seeing the changes in people's life. We want to duplicate that. We want to take it what, you know, what you've grown from this year. I want to see somebody else come in and they grow from the same thing. And they're going to grow from your testimony. They're going to grow from your growth. They're going to see this and that. You know, M brought up the fact about me, uh, you know, as a preacher, you, uh, you know, we're our worst critics. You know, when I get in the car, I'm critiquing what I said and what I said. And I remember <clears throat> the verse that I mentioned about, and, uh, about cleansing of the fire. And about three seconds after it exited my mouth, like the toothpaste in a tube, you can't put it back. And in the back of my head, I thought, man, oh, man, that was God. Because that whole thing was not even intended in the sermon. You see what I'm saying? That, that was God moving that. And to know that it was a blessing to her and it helped her. And I mean, for me, not only was it a massive relief, you know, because you, you're just, you've got to think about that. But, you know, you can't tiptoe around the tulips either. You've got to let the Lord do what he's going to do because, listen, it's his plan. Amen. He's got it worked out. We just need to be along for the ride and be willing to, willing to, uh, to work and get involved. So, guys, thank you so much for the, the 30,000-foot view, the testimonies. Let's build off what we've heard tonight, build off what you've testified tonight as we go into the new year. And uh, let's just lift up our voices and praise here as we close the service out here in just a second. And then after the announcements, we're, we're done. But, guys, thank you so much for a wonderful, wonderful year.